0: Now, here is your host.
1: What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 376. And we are talking with Paul Arahara of the Fam Bam. And we're gonna be talking about restaurant TikTok, something that Paul and the entire fam has been able to like really, really cultivate. And I've been paying attention to what they've been doing. Really love it. Two things that I really like. You all know me. The family legacy, the story of of my family in the industry has been pretty important to me. The fifth generation, all of that. Well, the way that Paul, Lina, Jolie, the three of them have been able to kind of show their family has been really unique. A lot of food content creators out there. This has been unique. And the other thing that I really like that you'll see here in a moment, we're going to play a clip, is that they show the people behind the food. And you know that it has to be about the people. It cannot just be about what's on the plate. So I really appreciate that as well. So what I wanna do is, uh, is take a second, show you all a little clip so you get an idea of what they're about. We kind of cut it down a little bit. So you'll have to go to their TikTok, check out the full pinned uh, post to see the whole video, but you can get an idea of what they're all about. And then we're gonna talk to Paul and see where we're getting to. So let's let's play that beautiful clip here.
0: It's dim sum time. Let's go. That's right, we're at my job dumpling time in Thrive City Chase Center where the warriors play and look at this beautiful layout. We're gonna start off with the seafood gyoza which has a spinach skin and inside is gonna be big chunks of crab, shrimp and scallops and it is juicy. These are gonna be the Xi'an boiled chili pork dumplings and I love the skin and the meat texture, it's so delicious. I love the bar here, one of the main reasons I work here. Fresh dumplings here and this is one of my favorite co-workers and I always see her making these. These are shuma. And this is absolutely one of my favorite things. This is the shrimp. And pork shoe Mai
1: yes, love it. All right, no further ado. Let's bring Paul in here, talk about that clip and talk about restaurant TikTok. Paul Arehada, good to see you, my friend.
0: Nice to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Of
1: course, absolutely. Again, love what you're all about. Love the family vibe. Love the energy. Love that you are showing off what we call unsung hospitality people. The, the heroes behind the food is so, so important to us. Uh, the FanBam, tell us first the name, kind of what you're all about, getting the family involved. Give us give us an idea of what what you all are
0: into. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I always wanted it when we did the social media. I wanted to do a family, you know, so I wanted everybody to be included. I didn't want any one person to be a superstar. So wanted to make sure we we're all part of it. And then, you know, uh, I've worked in food my whole restaurants my whole life. 30 uh 33 years almost you know so um that was just natural for me to do that you know and uh, and I love covering uh my industry I don't I don't see myself as a foodie or a food tiktok I love the way in fact I must start using that restaurant tiktok
1: it's restaurant tiktok uh, man you're, you're an insider showing what it takes to be successful in a restaurant
0: right and I love covering my own industry and uh you know the I was an orphan so I'll tell you this uh you know when i hear you say you're fifth generational i was an orphan so when i was um 18 i was homeless and uh, the restaurant industry takes people like us in the restaurant industry is filled with uh refugees immigrants convicts uh lost and found like me you know and uh uh and i always make sure that when i'm in restaurants uh it's one of those places where i can find people who have similar backgrounds like me i'm probably not going to find too many in a in a financial institution or in the tech industry but in a restaurant these stories aren't that uncommon they're pretty common in the back of the
1: house i love i love hearing that you you find you find your people right and you find uh, people that have similar stories have similar joys and pains i think it's one of the great strengths of our industry so I, i appreciate hearing that and yeah the fact that you're you're now starting you know the second generation for you Mm -hmm. as, as get to see Jolie, you know, like really (laughs) getting into it and understanding it. You mentioned that culinary school is potentially on the horizon. I just, I just really love that about it. So two of my favorite things is the family and showing off the people and, you know, getting to highlight somebody that's back there making tens of thousands of shumai. I am sure. Uh, what is what is that like? What's their reaction to it? Do they appreciate it? Are they embarrassed by it? A little bit of both? Like, what's it like for them?
0: Uh, it depends. You know, everybody's different. Some people love it, you know. Uh, but, you know, I come off when I'm in the kitchens and I'm in all these different restaurants. They know. They know I've worked in restaurants. You know, I talk to them. I'm like, hey, guys, last night I worked a 12-hour shift I was scrubbing plates, you know. Like, I really like what you do, you know. And, and um, one thing when I'm in there, I'm always making sure when I'm recording, I'm talking to them the whole time. Where are you from you know and, and, it, and it just becomes fun you know that the whole you know you just kind of let go and, and it's very comfortable and, and like i said uh i love meeting i love meeting those people from different backgrounds i share a little bit about myself every time i'm back there or wherever i'm at you know and, and it really just eases everybody up and it's cool so it's, it's, it's
1: yeah i i I recognize that see i don't you don't see that in the 90 second the two minute the one minute the 42 second clips that you show on tiktok but i can tell because the energy is there it makes a lot of sense it's why i think i gravitated towards your content right away i could just tell you've worked in the industry the way you talk about them there's such a admiration you know what it takes to do what they do you know The shit they have to go through to get to that level, to be able to have that level of hospitality or that level of food. So I really appreciate that. Sometimes you see food content. It just looks like an outsider looking in. And it's hard because it's not our experience of the industry, Uh, even though that customer experience is important. I think for us, knowing what it takes to accomplish that, there's just, again, just such a good energy that you all have. What uh, what I'm interested in is you've gone to so many restaurants, you've really covered the Bay Area, the greater Bay Area, Bay Area so, so well. What is it when you walk into a restaurant where you just know this video is gonna be fire? Like you just feel that energy. What are some of the things that restaurants can kind of learn from that would make them, you know, pop a little bit more on social media, which we all need. All restaurants need to really, really buy into social media as an opportunity to tell their story. What do you think they can learn from what you're doing
0: energy you said it that's it energy matches energy you know you walk into a restaurant um <clears throat> something we've been into restaurants where we didn't call them we didn't even plan it you know we just walked in they had no idea who we were you know and then but they're just they just have great energy about them you know and then then when they do find out you know uh someone goes in the back or you know they pop us up, and then it's just like I, the energy matches energy. That's it, you know. And I, I tell it. on all the time. There's nothing like when you walk into a place and you meet the owner or the manager or any. That didn't have to be a bartender or waiter. Just that one person in the restaurant that has that energy, and it's like, all right, let's go. I know we have yes. great piece here, you know. Yeah, going to a restaurant, right. everybody's flat, you know. And you know, you already know what kind of establishment you're in, and you know, it's like, oh, okay, let's just get this. Let's get it over.
1: Oh, I gotta get this over with uh, yeah, you know do, does every every place you go to film do they all make it to to final cut or are there certain ones where you're like, I just can't put that out in the world?
0: I oh, know there's been a few that we didn't put out yeah. Yeah. yeah in the beginning, there was a few just a few that we put out that I afterwards I sat back and I was like, I really didn't like that but but you know you learn, but nowadays i'll I'll forego um a few here and there, but for the most part, we put most of it out, you know um yeah only a handful that we decided not to do
1: that's good and i think you know like going into a place again like you're you're checking them out on social media uh you talked about and and please everyone as always in the uh, comments will be a link to the six questions with paul Arajara and You'll get to learn a little bit more. One of the things you mentioned was a place that's another one of your pinned TikTok videos where you said we we found them on social media. I just I love hearing that. Yeah. Because what an opportunity to again get out there and create another way to like market and tell your story. And so that energy, you can start to feel it right on the social media, right? Like some feel so glossy and blasé. You're like, okay, this was produced by somebody, but it mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of heart and soul. You mentioned you mentioned one of your friends and you're like, he's corny as hell, but it's just (laughs) him. Like, what is it about? We hear this thing be genuine authenticity. It's a buzzword. It can mean nothing or it can mean everything. What does it mean for you when you see a restaurant? You say they're for real. You just know it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, we've had a few quite a few people ask us to do their social media. I've actually was doing social media for a company for my company for a while. And it just you know people are so over the produce stuff. It all looks the same. And the you know Viet the the guy you know he talks about being a refugee every once in a while. He does it just enough. He sprinkles it in just enough. You know it's mostly his food stuff, and he does great. He's, he's in the kitchen, and his facial expressions, and you could tell he loves being back there. He's always smiling. You could tell he loves cooking, um, and uh, you know he'll he'll sprinkle in some stuff one every seven to eight posts about coming from Vietnam and just appreciating life. He'll show pictures of his kids, his family and people, people, you know, we get so much into caught up in in marketing that we forget. Sometimes you don't really, you know, on a family level restaurant, you just have to talk about yourself, your family, your, why you're doing this. And, you know, it doesn't take much for a customer to support a business. Once a relationship has been established. And uh, that relationship can be uh, established through social media.
1: Yeah, you said it. We are in the relationship business. They talk about the people business. Every business is a people business. The relationship business is very unique, and no relationship was ever created by a service or product. It's all people. Restaurants are one of the greatest places, though, to create opportunity for people who are like minded, who didn't know that they were, you know, had a similar story or trajectory, but like that ability to be able to create a relationship i think is i think is so key and and i i like that too you got to, you have to find this balance we call it like a whole house approach like tell me the stories from the food to the process to the people to the struggle to the joy like all of it we want all of it and i and i really appreciate again that you guys are kind of showing that off uh what's what's next for the for the fam like what what all are you guys looking to do you're you're posting so many great videos again from the greater bear area but uh kind of what's what's the hope and and goal for the fan bam the three of you to be like you hey <laughs> come on um, don't, I shoot be- higher than that paul
0: you got what it takes my friend. <laughs> uh I want you know I really want to do a podcast uh like I said before I was homeless when I was 18 oh you know, I was an orphan I ate uh, 18 years old uh, I was uh, institutionalized for 17 years so I never learned any skills uh, never went to never learned how to read never learned anything you know um, when I was 18 I was homeless I was just thrown out on the street uh, state of California wasn't responsible for me for anymore and um, I worked minimum wage until I was 25 years old. And I, and I wish somebody would have told me I was in McDonald's and all that stuff, fast food, Wendy's, Jack in the box. I was a dishwasher at Tony Roma's. And I wish somebody would have told me like, you know, Hey, you can go work as a waiter, go be a bartender, you know, um, and, and give me that route. Um, so I really want to start a podcast where I want to help people get into the restaurant industry. Um, because a lot of people can't afford to live in these cities anymore. Uh, especially when you're 18 years old. You know, if you're graduating from high school, you're not going to be able to afford to live in San Francisco or New York City um, if you don't want to go to college. So what can you do that can probably streamline you income at at least, you know, at least the livable is is the restaurant industry front of the house. Um, And then also, but I I just love the whole restaurant industry in the whole, you know, Um, it's a great ladder. You don't, you can work in restaurants in San Francisco. And if a few years from now, you want to open up your restaurant, you can go 25 miles out, you don't have to do it in the city, take some great okay. food to all. These cities that are now being established. A lot of people are moving to those cities and, Oh, I missed the food from New York or the Bay area. Just go 20, 30 miles out <clears throat> Yeah. You know, and, and bring them what they're missing because, uh, there's a ton of people fleeing, um, and you can follow them. Um, they're still coming back to the city for food, but I really <laughs> want to do a podcast about the restaurant industry. You know, um, I love the seasons. You know I lived in New York uh, after September 11th uh, the whole restaurant industry shattered um, I was in the Empire State Building um, at uh Hands, and uh and then I found out about seasons so I started going to Key West and Miami and then you know there's seasons all over the country
1: right you can you take you can all of them all over work. the world this yeah.
0: so I'd love to love to do a podcast on you know go work three months and a half in Bay the then go head out to Alaska for cruise season and Key West has a cruise ship season and New Orleans has Mardi Gras season. All
1: right. Uh, Everybody who's who's watching this, listening to this now is going to help hold you accountable to that. This is the one piece of content that will be the catalyst. I know it. And uh, obviously we know how to make a lot of content and a lot of podcasts. So I'm excited to, to help you on that. I'm serious. You reach out to us. We will make content out of helping you make your content I oh, would no, i'm love, reaching out to you i know i'm serious <laughs> like everybody right now like if you don't see paul and i going yeah. all right here's how you publish podcasts and here's how you cross utilize like this is what we're all about you all know that so paul it's an open invitation your energy your family your story and for future generations we uh we need that podcast let's go
0: yeah now, yeah. happening
1: all right, paul appreciate you appreciate the whole family everything you're all doing again everybody paul arahara of the bam out in pacifica california and uh keep making that content we appreciate you
0: yeah thanks chef appreciate right, it man. cheers
1: all right everybody that is it again in the comments you'll be able to get to the link to that article uh, learn a little bit more about the fan a little bit more about paul what they're all about super important get out there tell your story And it sounds like a bam podcast coming soon. Once again, this is Best Served Podcast 376. That's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast.
0: Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.